it's often a paved road that we're going down. We feel mm. like it's not, but there is someone that has gone before you. Yeah. I don't have to always reinvent the wheel. I do it with who I am uniquely, and we do it within our, with our unique story, but we can see how others have gone, mm. gone ahead of us. It's always great to learn about business professionals and their passion for what they do. What is it that inspires these individuals when planning or launching a new project? How do they manage their time and resources? My name is Taylor Cole Longacre, and I'd like to know, what do they bring into focus? Longtime friends of mine, Barbie and Richard Armenta, are releasing a brand new book called The Right Combination. I'm really excited to talk with you. You've been admired by me and my husband for a long time. Welcome to The Focus. Thank you so much for having us. We are honored to be here. For the benefit of everyone, tell us how you met. Well, long story short, we met online. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, I had been divorced for a few years and decided to do online dating. I actually had taken a break from it, but there was a, a one-week free trial on Yahoo Personals. And I was like, oh, my kids are going to be gone for spring break. Maybe I'll give that another try. And then got an email from him. I had also been single for quite some time. I think my sister was just getting tired of me hanging out at the house, you know, because I was at their house always, you know, me and my daughter, Dakota. And so, uh, you know, I think she finally just reached point. I think you need to find somebody. I think you need to start dating. And so I, you know, got online, made a profile, reached out to Barbie and here we are. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that makes it sound like a short story, but we dated for four years after yeah. that. So. Okay. <laughs> so it's one thing to be married, but you also work together now. How did that combination come together? My background had always been in the beauty industry and then had felt called into ministry and was working at my church and then heard about life coaching. And I went to a conference and people kept saying to me, you and your husband should write a book. You and your husband should write a book. I'm like, he's not even here. Like, how is that even coming up? So it, in the beginning it found us and then it just um, kept evolving into what it is now. And uh, it's just been an incredible journey. So I've read um, some descriptions of you as a couple and people say you're willing to talk about things that pop culture and many churches aren't willing to talk about. You're willing to be really bold and brave yeah. And, and how you address some of the issues that are pressing people. Yes. So for a new reader, walk us through what they might learn in the right combination. You are going to get a glimpse into our story. We um, share with a lot of transparency um, our, own, our personal struggles. Um, my, there's excerpts from my personal journals that I thought, if anyone reads these, I'll die, and now I've published them. <laughs> but, so you'll find that in there as well. But then... Um, each person will get to um, what we call finding their own right combination of, of learning their own value, their identity. There'll be um, scripture to support everything that we talk about and then space to kind of write their own, you know, answer some questions and start to kind of dive into their own story as well. So. Yeah, it started out, I think when it, we started out really just telling our story and then kind of as we got into the publisher with Kriegel Publishing, they go, eh, not really a memoir you know we mm -hmm. see this more of a, as a Christian living book and so that's really the direction we started going and it became more of like wow this is really not going to just be a book about us it's not it really is. just going to be a uh, yeah exactly it is our story but it's not like a memoir like oh read along with us and you walk through our life it's really a tool as she mentioned to study 
you know, and walk away, have questions to answer, and really interflect, you know, inter, you know, reflect on yourself. So take me back on coaching. What would that look like for someone, a couple or an individual walking into your offices or on the phone with you? What would your coaching look like? Um, I do all of my coaching over the phone, so I'm um, blessed to get to have clients from all over the country, and um, it looks like we work with each other an hour a week for three weeks. We do three weeks on, one week off, so they can work on the things that we've talked about. I help them creating their core values. I work help with them with vision. Um, but coaching is all about them setting the agenda of, you know, where are you in your life and, and what kind of steps. Because for some people, they just want to be able to get up and have a good morning routine. Mm. You know, making the bed, having some quiet time. You know, it's like work going to the gym and then for other people, they have big audacious goals that they're working towards, and so I kind of help them go forward with that. And sometimes it's personal, sometimes it's business, but usually it's all intertwined because sure. it's all who we are. And what I love about coaching is, is it's, you know, when we go to counseling, it's about looking backwards. We deal with the pain. You know, I went through counseling from my, my divorce, and um, that's really helpful in dealing with pain, but when we want to move forward, that's when coaching can be beneficial because we look at where we are today, where we want to be, and I coach to that gap. And so I love getting to do that and work, working with women and um, just letting them know that it's not too late, that no matter where we've been in our, our past, it's never too late to have that um, abundant life that, that we're promised, that God yeah. promises us. Yeah. And Richard, you also work with men in some capacity, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mentor lots of men. And, you know, it's just uh, meeting with the guys and meet, kind of like what Barbie's saying, meeting them right where they're at. And, you know, it's funny when you've gone through a trial or a tribulation in life, it's so funny that what happens is those people start to come back into your life as far as what I mean is meeting people who have been through the same trial or tribulation. And so what's, you know, what's crazy is I, I just, I just, every time I meet them, I'm like, wow, this was a divine intervention, mm -hmm. you know, and so I'm able to get with them and talk to them and meet them and really just kind of, um, I think men need to be courageous, you know, in life. They're, they're losing that courage that they had sometimes, I feel, you know, to have these brave conversations, to be like, like, I'm struggling. It's funny because if I ask a man, you know, what's the most courageous thing you've ever done? And it's funny to see them kind of go blank. They're like, I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever done anything courageous. The most courageous thing I've ever done was to check myself into treatment. You know, and so they, they think it has to be like, oh, you had to be a hero on a soldier, you know, in a war zone and you're saving these people and dragging them to safety. It's not. Maybe the most courageous thing you ever done was to marry into a blended family mm -hmm. and to become a dad of a father of a stepson and raise him in a way that he needs to be raised and show him things that he's never seen. That's to me is courageous, you know, and so I have those type of conversations with men. And then another thing I do is, is and the Barbie had actually, we have done as a couple, uh, we've done a, probably a total of six to seven, eight interventions. And, um, you know, and through that, we've either helped somebody pay for their treatment or either paid for their treatment, you or know. drove them there. Or, and, and have actually physically driven them to treatment, you know, which is a four-hour drive to the treatment center. But, but those are the type of things that, that, I've, that I do with men. And, you know, and it's, it's quite fulfilling, you know, because I have met, so many men on the other side that now that I've done, now that I've mentored them, now that I've done an intervention with them, and now they've gone to treatment, I've seen them come out, and we've been able to connect again and be able to start talking again, and just to see how their life has become more fulfilling. 
for Barbie, you now have the Brave Gathering, as you yes. just mentioned. So that's a women's group, a seminar. Tell me what that's This all is about. an annual women's event. Um, we had our first one in um, 2018, had a second one this year, and it's just amazing. The first year was one day, it grew up this year, it was a two-day event. We had five speakers. To gather means to bring together from scattered places, and I loved that so much because that's what I want. I wanted all women from different ages and stages of life that could come together in one place and kind of let go of their past, and um, that's why I say let go of the past and discover their brave. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we do. And it, we have different speakers that all have different um, gifts and talents. So we have someone that does a monologue and um, someone that's more of a teaching style. And so I just love the, um, the I want people to leave equipped because as a um, coach, I don't want them to just come and just be entertained, which hopefully they are, that the speakers are amazing, but also um, we want them to give them tools to actually go back into their life. and make a difference with what they heard. Is there one piece of advice you could offer to someone who maybe is thinking about getting your book or thinking about becoming brave or courageous? What would that one focal point be? For me, it's don't quit. You know, it's, yes. it's just keep going yeah. because when you have this big audacious dream that you think, first off, be careful who you share it with because not everyone can handle your dream. <laughs> and it's because the voices around us can get so loud, you know, everyone has an opinion and it's just staying focused, you know, believing in that dream and continuing to make those steps and baby steps are fine. You know, every forward step is, is a step and believing that God's timing is perfect, you know, because we would have had this book out you know, a couple of years ago, <laughs> if it had been our way, you know, right, right. but it wasn't ready. You know, it, it has continued, everything has continued to evolve and everything is preparation for the next thing. So that's what I would say is just stay focused on that, on that vision that you have and just continue to work towards it and don't let other people's opinions stop you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And reach out and reach out to others around mm -hmm. you. You know, I mean, you've been, people think, oh, I got to strive, I'm striving to do this and they're so focused on doing it themselves. It's like you, sometimes, you know, you were never meant to do it alone. Be brave enough to reach out and say, this is my vision. Be brave enough and courageous enough to say, I, I want your input. I want your help. You know, because I think that that's the thing that keeps us, you know, stuck in the moment. You know, I think uh, what Herbert once said best, analysis paralysis. Yeah. You're going to analyze this till you can't move anymore. And that's the reason I think we're surrounded by those. Reach out to them. Get that wise counsel, man, because mm -hmm. there, people want to encourage you. They want to help you. It's often a paved road that we're going down. We feel mm. like it's not because mm. we don't know what we're doing, but there is someone that has gone before you. Yeah. And I've reached out to so many people that have been so generous to help me, mm. you know, by showing me, you know, I follow a lot Amen. of people online that are coaches and speakers yeah. and that are doing all the things. And, you know, it's, I look at what they're doing. I don't have to always reinvent the wheel. I do it with who I am uniquely, and we do it within our, with our unique story, but we can see how others have gone, mm. gone ahead of us. Yeah. Barbie and Richard, I am wearing my Brave Gathering Yay. bracelet. <laughs> yes, yes, so it's a reminder <laughs> to you. me. I'm hoping that others will be reminded of the right combination of your book, mm. um, as well as all the great coaching and mentoring and support you're providing to millions of people everywhere. Thank you for joining me for the focus. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Yeah, we're honored.